listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. It is the bonus hour on this hump day. Thanks so much for being with us. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Good, bad, and ugly. What's on tap? Today was the day when all coming up in about 35 minutes time. LeBron becomes the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Those of you may feel he's the NBA's all-time best player. Others may go, no, Uh uh-uh, and let the debate continue. For those of you that aren't on Twitter, I would recommend today's a pretty good day to join if you're an anti-LeBron person because those that are anti are taking all their shots today. Wait a minute. So he becomes the all-time leading scorer, and today's oh, the they're ranking well, yeah, well, yeah, because they're ranking players, and you know, not putting LeBron in their top two, and you know, it's MJ, then Kobe, then LeBron, and my top five players of all time, that type of stuff. Not really bashing LeBron, but indirectly bashing LeBron, if you know what I mean. Huh. Okay. It, that's where I am. All I, right. That's, How about this for those that hate LeBron? For those that are anti-LeBron, can you at least acknowledge he's on the Mount Rushmore of the sport? You don't want to put him number one? That's fine. You don't even want to put him number two? Okay. Not even number three. Hey, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Whatever. I mean, if the NBA did a Mount Rushmore... Are you really not going to chisel that face? And I, that's that's the question. Okay, he's not your you you you're not a fan anymore. And and most of you, I think, have to acknowledge that the reason you're not a fan has virtually nothing to do with basketball, right? I mean, it was taking my talents to South Beach. That's when you soured on them. And then you're upset about some of the stances he's taken about things that don't have anything to do with basketball. Miller and Moulton deal with the basketball. We're, we're a sports show. We try desperately to stay away from the politics. But you at least have to acknowledge, if we're willing to say, hey, he's not the greatest of all time, are you at least willing to say, well, the reason I don't like him doesn't have much to do with basketball. But that's not our question of the day. It's not? No, it's not. It's a good question. It probably should have been our question of the day. (laughs) We could have even had a poll question if we would have done that. But before the show, David and I were talking, and something happened uh, back in my hometown yesterday. Fortunately, it wasn't bad, but there was the, uh, the thought that it could have been. And David just simply said, we just egged, we just egged a house. And, you know, or toilet papered it. And I'm like, well, you can't afford those anymore because they're both so expensive. Who's going to go out and buy a dozen eggs to throw at someone? They're too damn expensive. And David just said, what about soap? Soap in the windows. You know, soap in the windows of a car. Right. Something back in the day that we did as rotten adolescents. 
And it was okay, I felt, if like my windshields got soaked. But when you did my side mirrors, that annoyed the heck out of me. Tough to get off, I'm not going to lie. Yes, it is. You know, I can do the wiper fluid and what have you front and back. And, you know, it just, I, I don't get it all off, but I can still drive. You, you soap that side thing, I can't see, you blankety blank. And I thought, what a, what a novel idea, because no one uses soap anymore. Everybody's gone to body wash. This could be the comeback for soap. To which David said, I hate body wash. I do. So the question of the day is, 21,000 is the text line, soap or body wash? Can I chime in? If you say soap, I'll fall over. Soap. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Always have. Soap. All right. Here's a question, and we have never, never gone down this road before. But there are certain gifts from our heyday, Felipe, that every now and then make a return. Okay. <laughs> I know where you're And they going. usually don't last long. Okay. But every now and then, and I'm wondering, has any relative of yours given you soap on a rope? N- n- what? <laughs> what the hell is soap on a rope? Just now, exactly that was a thing. Just exactly what it sounds like. Yes. It was a it was a rope. Basically, it was a necklace with a bar of soap on it. So apparently you didn't lose your soap. You could put exactly. your soap around you. It it was a thing. Google it, it Chuck. It's called a caddy. Just get a caddy and put the bar of soap on the caddy. How do you Felipe, lose it? Uh, the only thing I want from the caddy is a seven iron. Oh <laughs> right. Felipe, you can drop the soap. You have to bend over, all right? It's slippery, okay? That To prevent accidents in the shower, all right, we did, and when I say we, I mean the era that Miller and Moulton grew up in, for a while, along with the slinky and a pet rock and a few other horrendous ideas that she somehow made millions. Right. Okay? Soap on a rope. Right, so make yourself look ridiculous in a shower. Absolutely. Instead of just not dropping the soap. It's slippery. But, Felipe. Don't drop the soap, Felipe. Felipe, question. 99.9% of the time, you're showering alone. So who are you looking ridiculous to, number one? And number two, Felipe, it actually can come in handy the 0.1% of the time you're not. Just saying. <laughs> Visuals I will never get out of my head. Thank you for that, David. So okay. you wore it as a necklace? I No, but it did exist. I, I'm telling you right oh, now. My goodness. So and I am, right guessing, I am guessing that there are people in our audience that from an aunt or a grandmother or totally. somebody got a soap on the rope for a Christmas present. There's not a doubt in my mind. In fact, I think I may have gotten a soap on a rope as a Christmas present. It was a stocking stuffer for me four or five years in a row. But instead of the caddy, you could hang the soap on the rope over the shower head. You could hang it on a hook. You could if you needed to. That's where it went. That's where you went. But the if I want to say the ads had like there would be ads for it, and it was awful. 
Felipe, you would hang it, or at least we did, okay? I would hang it, you know, over, you know, the the faucet there in the shower. But when it came time to shower, I would take it and put it around my neck. I need it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have used, you know, because loofah, that's like the evolutionized version of that, the loofahs. I've used a loofah before. It's, it's, It's good. It's nice. It's effective. But personally, I just, I go bar soap. It's as old as you've ever been on this show, Felipe. I, you listen, aged by 20 years just with that answer. Listen, my whole life I've been using bar soap. Come on now. So soap or body wash? I can't remember There's been the last time there was a bar of soap in our house. Wow. I mean, really? I, I couldn't tell you. I bet you there has not been a bar of soap in our house in, for certain since I've been together with my wife. Wow. First off, I have to think that's costing you a lot of money. Soap is a lot cheaper than body wash. Not really. It lasts a lot longer. That's exactly what I was going to say. You feel like you burn through a bottle of body wash. You know what I don't feel like? Like a dry piece of leather when I get out of the shower from the soap. (laughs) That's what I don't feel like. I feel refreshed. Energized. Smell smell nice. Uh, Terrifically. Mm -hmm. At least for a couple of minutes. Wait a minute. You smell better from body wash than you do with a brute by Fabergé soap on a rope? Seriously? <laughs> Let me tell you. All right. Brute by Fabergé was such a whew, powerful smell that I used to think that they were more powerful than the smelling salts they'd give you when you were knocked out playing football. And now they've got all these, what, what, goat milk soaps that you see in the stores that cost like $2 billion? Yeah. Right. Because health, if you want to be healthy these days, you got to pay. Right. Yeah. Costs health. more to be healthy. You're darn right it does. Mm-hmm. It always has. Yep. Because that's the yep. kind of uh, narrative we and want I'm, to push. And that's my excuse. I've never had any money. You wanted the bonus hour back. See what you get? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> you want live programming. <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> This is a sports show, right? Meanwhile, we had tremendous interviews today. Some of you missed them. Okay. Could have played them again, but nope. But nope. Mm-mm. That's not happening. Nope. Soap oh, on a rope, gotta... Chia Pet, Pet Rock. Yeah, That's where we're exactly. at right now. Exactly. Just got a text from a buddy that said, remember Irish Spring? Oh, yeah. It was horrendous. Absolutely, I do. Oh, my gosh. That's like a freshman dorm staple right there. I didn't use those. I, I choose Dove. You know, not a sponsor or anything, but. I can't even imagine. That's the other thing, too, in a dorm room. Why wouldn't you want body wash? You know it's yours. You take it. No one's going to touch it. I... Of course, I do love the people in our Twitch chat room that are saying, hey, I'm enjoying the soap conversation more than the NBA. <laughs> in fact, the poll question uh... should be soap, body wash, or the NBA. Right. Well, I know it'll finish third. <laughs> Now, what is an absolute atrocity, have you guys seen those three-in-ones where it's conditioner, body wash, and shampoo? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, there's no way that that's healthy. Uh, well, forget healthy. It's false advertising. You right. can't be all three. I'm sorry. That's an atrocity. Although it basically you can be a, go a, back to the day. You could just take the, I mean, when in doubt, oh my goodness, we're out of shampoo. Well, you take the bar of soap, you wet your head, and you rub the soap in your hair. I was going to say, when we're out of soap, take the shampoo and use it over your whole body. Yeah, you could do that too. Okay. I like suds. What can I say? 
You don't get enough suds with soap. You get more suds with body wash. So that's our hard-hitting question there it today. Is. Bar of soap or body wash? And I'm stunned right now the number of people that are on Team Molten. I know. I am too. I love the texters that just have soap. That's it. <laughs> that's the only one that. word. Right. <laughs> soap or body wash? <laughs> and maybe and, like this, maybe like this person. I have a wife and daughter. Body wash is only allowed. That's I have a wife and a daughter. That's all allowed in our house as well. And for those of you, okay, this is a safe place. You can admit if recently soap on a rope has made an appearance in your house, even if it was a gag gift. Miller and Moulton. Good, bad, and ugly. What's on tap today was the day when, about 25 minutes away. Thanks so much for listening. Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network. You're listening to Miller and Moulton exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. 21 minutes past the hour. Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Good, bad, and ugly. What's on tap? Today was the day when. Final thoughts all coming up roughly 20 minutes from now. LeBron James becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Big story in the sports world overnight. People beginning to shift their attention to Super Bowl 57. Eagles a one-and-a-half-point favorite. That's what the line seems to be settling at now. I have a feeling, Mark, the really late money's coming in on Philly. I think it'll kick off at two. Oh, really? I do. And I think it'll kick it off closer to a pick em. Interesting. So you think the, the Sharks will be on the Chiefs? I do. I think they'll be on Mahomes. And I think the sharp money will end up going to Kansas City's way. So that'll be a, you know, little. I'll I'll take you for a lunch on that bet. Which way the line moves? That sounds like fun. Fair enough. Mahomes has never, never been an underdog at kickoff in a playoff game because in the AFC Championship, all the late money came in on the Chiefs, moved the line back to Kansas City, being a point point and a half favorite. So there you go. He's never played a road playoff game, and he's never been an underdog in a playoff game. It, Yet, obviously, they've hoisted the trophy only once in the last five years. We'll see. How you know? I don't think. Obviously, I don't. These numbers don't make a damn bit of difference to the guys that are playing the game. No, but. I'm actually surprised that I, I've been surprised the Eagles stayed the favorite. I really thought when it opened this way, I thought we'd end up at a pick them pretty quickly because I think there's a faction out there that looks at Mahomes and says, you just don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. Well, I, I mean, you've lost a lot of money if you have. You know, five straight AFC championship games. Third time in five seasons, third time in four seasons, but third time in five since this run started that they've been in the Super Bowl. I mean, it is pretty remarkable, by the way. They're three and two in AFC championship games. The two losses are both in overtime. I mean, they came pretty damn close to going five straight. Which, you know, I don't even think the Patriots did. 
That is stupid, though. He's been favored in every single playoff game yeah. of his life. Yeah. They've all been at home. Yep. I mean, that's the other side that's of true. it. I mean, yeah. you got to remember, it's not like he's gone on the road somewhere where they've put him in as a six-point favorite. He's played every one of these games at home. A couple of times they were not the one seed, and the one seed got knocked off in the divisional round, so they ended up hosting. So here we are. It is remarkable. The two teams have the exact same records. They're both 16-3. and three. They've scored the exact same number of points. I mean, not even a point difference. So both the one seeds, both 16-3, and three, both scored the same number of points. It's funny when you look at the other, the other side of this, though, is that the quarterbacks, we've talked about their injuries, but we've not really focused on the other injuries. And Kansas City's more banged up coming into this game than Philadelphia is. Hardman went on the IR. They activated Edward Solaire. Don't know how much he'll play. I actually think for the Chiefs to win, Pacheco has to be a, a notable player. Probably need. I think he probably needs to be their third best player on offense. I mean, Mahomes and Kelsey need to be one too. But I think Pacheco actually needs to, because I think they need to run the ball to win. I do. I think they have to slow that pass rush down. Well, that's interesting because there's McKinnon's the better blocker. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how, you know, I don't know what the snap distribution will be with Pacheco and McKinnon. And I don't think Edwards, I'm with you. I don't think he plays a ton. So yeah, I think McKinnon's- that's interesting to how, how Andy Reid approaches the game with what his personnel is, who he has in the game. But I think the Chiefs need to run the ball to win the game. I don't think against that defense, which rushes the passer better than any other team in the league, which has an outstanding secondary. I will be surprised if they can just line it up and chuck it 40-plus times and win. It's not to say they won't make plays. It's not to say they won't score a couple times. But I, to me, that does not seem to be the best approach to try to beat the Eagles. I'm also leaning differently than most everyone else. People seem to be going over. They seem to think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. Really? Against the Eagles' defense, you think this is going to be a really high-scoring game? I don't see that. Do you think either gets to 30? Well, I don't think so, but most everyone else does. Put it this way. If it's an over, who do you like more? Kansas City. Can the Chiefs win an under? Yes, but I like Philadelphia's chances better in a game that's a lower-scoring game because that means the Eagles' defense, to me, has done their job. Now, the under's been anywhere from 48.5 to 51. Where is it now? Because if it's 51, that's a 27-24 game, essentially. You know, give or take a point either way. I've got it at 50 and a half and a point and a half right now. Okay. So basically, you know, the, the NFL saying what? 26-24? Move your half point wherever, you know, right. 26 to 24 and a half. So... I don't know. I got it in under. 
Most people are betting big money on over, by the way. I've seen some big bets on the over. Overs are more fun. They're more entertaining to most of us, not you. <laughs> Listen, 2724 is going to be right on the cusp there. Doesn't that sound like a really fun, good, entertaining, hey, nice way to end what's been a good, fun, entertaining season in terms of the number of close games? We've never had as many close games literally in the history of the league. This isn't an opinion. It's documented. The league's never been as competitive game in, game out as this season was. We've debated the quality of the product at times. Goodness knows we've railed on they can't, you know, figure out what roughing the passer is and other things. But if you're just going scoreboard, you know, you bring up an interesting point because you kind of brought up referees and roughing the passer. What do we usually not get in the Super Bowl? Penalties. Thank you. Which also should lead to an under. Because if we're not getting penalties, it means we're not getting, a, you know, the PIs won't be called and the defensive holdings won't be called at the rate that they are in a regular game. I mean, there have been a handful of drives in this postseason that have been completely created because of penalties. How about this? There's got to be a prop bet on this because there's a prop bet on everything. By the way, Lee Sterling will join us Friday morning and we'll go through some of the prop bets and his thoughts. He's been money on the Super Bowl over the years and his daughter has picked the over-under correctly in eight straight national anthems. So if you listen, for that reason alone, if you want to win a bet on the Super Bowl, bet the length of the anthem. Lee Sterling and his daughter actually watch tape and break it down. He'll join us Friday. But here, Mark, over under a half, number of roughing the passer calls in this game. I'd go under. So I would. I think there'll be one. The, the over under on penalty yards for the game is 79 and a half. Wow. I think I'd go over because I'm counting on one big pass interference. And that's what they're saying. You're minus 145 to go over. You're plus 110 to go under. That just gives you a little idea of what the penalty, what Vegas thinks the penalties will be in the Super Bowl. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Today was a day when what's on tap. That's still all ahead right here. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network. Welcome back to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. 22 minutes until the top of the hour, 17 until we're out of here. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network. FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Well, we're back to doing the bonus hour the way we used to. And you know what that means. The right now it's time for five, five stories you need to know. Really? It's the starting five on Miller. You know, and we Lincoln. do this at 630 Here's in the morning, right? 
He's looking at me like he's playing the right drop. He literally was looking at me like he played the right drop. Take back this segment. If why am I here? Reason than to stop David from talking about Meghan and Harry. Here's Mark Miller with "Today Was the Day When." Are you sure? All right, LeBron James, 38 in. points. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Number one, LeBron with 38. He passes Kareem. Okay. Number two, we have a new owner of the Phoenix Suns, Matt Ishby. Okay. He's worth a few billion. He was the last guy on the bench for Michigan State. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, number three, will decide his future during a four-day darkness retreat. Yes, you heard that correctly. He's going to spend four days in the dark after the Super Bowl. Someone, somewhere, something is going to talk to him. Lightning lost in overtime at home to the San Jose Sharks. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on there? That's number four. And as for number five, basically, if you were a nationally ranked college basketball team and you were home last night, you won. There you go. Leads us right up to today was the day when. We start in 1936. The first ever NFL draft. Jay Burwanger from the University of Chicago is the first picked by the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you know the story of Burwanger? I do not. So Burwanger taken, as you said, first overall by the Eagles. They trade him to the Bears. Well, he went to the University of Chicago. There you go. Okay. So Burwanger goes in to Papa Bear, George Hallis there, and they're negotiating. And as Burwanger told the New York Times many, many years ago, Hallis asked me what I wanted. I said, 25000 for two years and a no-cut contract. We shook hands, said goodbye. We've been good friends ever since. Burwanger never played in the NFL. First Heisman Trophy winner, first ever pick in the history of NFL drafts. Traded, never played a down. <laughs> Today in 1945, a football coach agreed to be the new coach of an American football expansion team in Cleveland, which they would name after him. It would be called the Cleveland Browns. That coach was Paul Brown. Uh, Art Modell would fire him nearly 20 years later. That's more, right. More, Fired the guy that they named the franchise after. More on Modell coming shortly. Right. Today in 1960, the Celtics, Bill Russell becomes the first nba with 50 rebounds. He would have 51. Today in 63, the Dallas Texans of the AFL become the Kansas City Chiefs. Ah. Nice. There were two teams in Dallas for a year. Today in 65, one good, one bad. The Supremes release stop in the name of love. That's the good. The bad is President Johnson deploys the first combat troops to South Vietnam with 3,500 Marines sent to a U.S. air base near Da Nang. And we kind of had a few people who were there earlier, though. Well, they weren't—they weren't officially called troops, but we well, had a few people there as early as '62. Today in '74, the TV sitcom *Good Times* premieres on CBS. Fun, me, and groundbreaking. Yeah. Today in '76, *Taxi Driver* is released 
De Niro is just a... yeah nuts. Mm-hmm. So good. Yes. The Sarajevo Games opened today in 1984. Easy for me to say. Torval and Dean. That's what those Olympics are remembered for. The ice pair. Today in 92, I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred peaks at number one. That's right. Springsteen's never had a number one song. But Right Said Fred. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Today in 96, the NFL in Cleveland allow Modell to move his franchise to Baltimore, but he had to leave the Browns' name behind, which shouldn't have been much of a problem for him since he fired Paul Brown. Aren't you surprised looking back that the NFL okayed it? I know the Raiders moved and sued and, and what have you, but in looking, going back, aren't you surprised that the NFL didn't say no? Sue us. No, we're not letting you do See, this. I, I'm not because I don't think they wanted the lawsuit. That made them look bad. Let, let it move. They end up. I don't think they were ever. I don't think the league's ever thought about upsetting a city. They didn't care. Well, no, they don't. Just... And 21 years ago today, the Salt Lake Winter Games opened. Those born today that are no longer with us, General Sherman, Jules Verne, wrestler Fred Blassie, Lana Turner, Jack Lemon, James Dean, and Gary Coleman. Hey, can you stop for a second? Jack Lemon, okay? You know, the Pro-Am just got done taking place at Pebble Beach. That's what I realized over this weekend. That's what's really missing from the Pro-Am. What made the Crosby the Clambake? Movie stars, right. actors, actors, not quarterbacks, which you is know. fine, but it's now quarterbacks and CEOs. It's not actors. You know, Clint used to play in it. Well, they all played right. in it. And then they all used it as a five, six day party. I mean, that's the thing. First off, could you say also we don't have many stars anymore? I mean, who would have to be? First, it was Hope and Crosby, and they were actors slash singers. But the Jack Lemons of the world and the Clint Eastwoods of the world. Justin Timberlake showing up wouldn't be a bad thing. Well, he he did for... I know, and he hosted a tournament in Vegas, and that didn't do anything. But, you know, who now? Because also, you know, we didn't have entertainment tonight then, and, you know, we all the tabloids and what have you we seemingly don't ever lack for gossip about our actors and actresses but who would have to play in a pro-am in which you would go holy blank look who's playing well it couldn't be Affleck after the way he was at the Grammys he's miserable (laughs) listen miserable (laughs) I have to admit I took that totally the other way I thought he was flirting with her she basically said, stop it, behave yourself. And he was like, nah, all right. Guess I'll amuse myself here. Those that are celebrating birthdays today, Ted Koppel's 83. Nick Nolte is 82. Comedian Robert Klein is 81. That might have been just for David and I. Thank you. Author John Grissom is 68. Dino Cicerelli is 63. Vince Neal is 62. I think that hits the over. 
Terry McDaniel is 58. Hockey player Kurt Muller, 57. Wrestler of the Big Show is 51. MMA fighter Kimbo Slice is 49. And Clay Thompson is 33 years old today. And that, David, is today was the day when. What did I miss? Just have one other this day factoid. That's when this was a thing, Mark. Spud Webb won the slam dunk contest today in 1986. Nice. Very nice. Beating teammate Dominique, the human highlight reel, Wilkins. This is when Dominique kept finishing second. They stole him one. You know, they obviously they gave Jordan the one in Chicago when Dominique was, clearly had the best dunks. All right. And so they gave Spud because, you know, 5'7 guy dunking it. And it, it was remarkable. It was. But I mean, you know, I mean, Dominique just two windmills between the legs, you know. And Neek could dunk from the free throw yeah. line, maybe the top yeah. of the key. I, yeah, I mean, man. Just, but, but anyway, when the slam dunk contest was a thing, okay, Spud Webb won it 37 years ago today at five foot seven. In my bad, Kimbo Slice passed. That was that was bad on me. I don't know how I had that in the alive line what happens when you do these things at 11 o'clock at night sometimes after a little basketball in Red Wings yeah, Edmonton or four, or 4:40 in the morning I mean either way you know half awake half asleep it can happen play whatever drop You've you want now Philly elsewhere mock Florida <laughs> is gonna Florida well Mark Miller sees it differently he calls it the good the bad and the ugly what you got Mark we're done Today, we just go to Fort Myers where James Stewart has had a produce stand on Gladiolus. It got knocked out by Ian. Now he's got a tent. And his customers, another online goal, raising $1,500 so that he could rebuild his stand. The good people of Fort Myers taking care of one of their own. So great job by all who helped James Stewart. For the bad, and you may have heard this story, David. It's from Orange County, where a 72-year-old janitor ended up being locked inside a holding cell for the entire weekend. Libby Dingas was cleaning the courthouse. She walked into a holding cell and somehow could not get out. Oh, no. And the security company that's in charge of it Never saw her. She was not released, essentially, until Monday. She had no food, very limited water, and obviously no phone. Traumatic situation. Fortunately, she made it out fine. Well, she made it out. Imagine the security company that's in charge of all that is going to be handing her a pretty big check pretty soon. For the ugly, we go to Dade City, where Barry and Susie Court did what a lot of us do. Had to hire someone to get their house pressure washed. So when you do that, you got to get all the porch furniture off and you got to get everything set up so they can come clean everything. They put all their porch furniture in their front yard while the home was being pressure washed. Security video from a nearby home shows trash collectors come to pick up the garbage cans and then decide to throw out all of their furniture that was in the front yard. All they left was a welcome mat. And 
That, David, is the good, the bad, and the ugly on today, February the 8th, 2023. Got a little something going on today. First off, tonight's the last night before the NBA trading deadline. So, you know, what general managers are going to make a decision to buy or sell based on the result tonight? Like if you're Toronto and you're teetering, you're right there on the edge of the play-in. But anyway, nine games in the NBA tonight. Heat are hosting the Pacers. I like Miami laying the six tonight for what it's worth, although that's a lot of points for one of the lowest scoring teams in the league to cover. The ESPN doubleheader, got to admit, if you're remotely into hoops, Sixers-Celtics, 730. Kyrie's Mavs debut against the Clippers at 10. That's not bad. Not at all. That's not bad. Basically, Felipe is going to be on adrenaline tomorrow. I mean, he might like play the wrong open for like what skit we're doing. Uh, college hoops tonight. There's eight games involving ranked teams, but none of them against each other. I think, Mark, I think Florida has to win tonight at third ranked Alabama. I thought they needed to sweep Kentucky and they lost to them on Saturday or they needed to upset either, you know, well, Arkansas or Alabama. They didn't beat Arkansas. They didn't beat Kentucky. Mark, I don't know if they lose tonight, if winning the running the table in the regular season is going to be enough, to be honest with you. I really don't. But Florida's got a real shot tonight. This would be a holy blank. They're a 10-point dog at Alabama, 9 o'clock ESPN 2. Can I just tell you the weird line of the night? Okay. San Diego State's ranked. Mm -hmm. They're on the road. They're a two-point dog to Utah State. We'll see if Utah State's home court advantage plays out tonight. That was the line in men's college basketball that grabbed me. Well, the other one that grabs me, Iowa State's ranked 11th in the country. They're at West Virginia, who's second to last in the Big 12. West Virginia's a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Two hockey games tonight. Minnesota-Dallas is the TNT game at 8.30. There you have it. That's what's on tap tonight. We hope you do this with us again tomorrow morning. Thanks so much for listening right here on the Florida Sports Network.